The Red Rum Theater, episode 108, Scream. Welcome to the Red Room Theater. We watch movies. We love movies. We're raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that help raise us up. Well, that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we're talking about the movie Scream and how it taught us how it taught us to respect our beloved slasher genre. And the rules. And what's funny is, and we'll get we'll get to all that. So it's like, Anyways, so happy Halloween, everybody. You can tell that <laughs> me and Ernesto have been just working really hard this month. <laughs> I think me watching too much stupid, scary movies, but both of our voices are like gone. Oh, my so goodness. So we're just going to power through. But I will say I have to get a big, big shout out to our one of our patrons and one of our homies, uh, Jordan Swanson. You knew we were going to ho- keep you hanging. We're, we had our October episode. Ernesto released... The It episode, just for like a bonus thing for our fans. Just second episode we ever did. and So Scream is coming to you live. Well, not live, but <clears throat> you'll get it tonight. So Jordan, this one's for you, baby. So every Halloween, we love doing uh, horror movies. We, You're the horror master, dude. You have an entire leg. What is currently on your horror movie leg right now? Your, your homage to horror film. Um. Your tattoo is on your leg. What do you get? Oh, my leg. Right now, I have It, The Shining, Exorcist, Saw, um, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Blair Witch Project, House of a Thousand Corpses. Next up is going to be... Oh, Amityville Horror, too. Amityville 1... That scares me a little bit. It's amazing. <laughs> but next up is going to be The Witch. That's next on the docket. But I'm not going to do that. Wait, for, The for Witch from like that film, The Witch? Yeah, the, uh, I'm doing a goat. <sighs> that the, movie messed you up. Yeah, it, me telling you about it messed you up. I understand. That movie is a slow burn, but you never take your hand off the burner. Like, it's crazy. And the payoff is nuts. Like nuts. Now, you have 10 horror movies on your leg, dude. Yes. 10. Because Tony loves, you just love being scared. You love the genre. It's a weird rush to get freaked, to legit get freaked out. It's just a rush that is like, it's unmatched because... 99% 99% of it is your brain just messing with you. So your brain will amplify a noise while you're watching something. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll make you too scared to look at your phone because you don't want it to be 3 in the morning <laughs> when you get up to pee at night. I mean, <laughs> scary movies will mess you up. And sometimes in the middle of it, you're asking yourself, why? <laughs> why would I do this to myself? Dude. <laughs> Dude. I, that's why that's why movies like Scream and these slasher movies are so important to the genre because it gives you a break from that d- 
demonic from that, like really, really scary, and it goes to just straight psychotic. And it, me and you being alpha males in our minds, if it's straight psychotic, I got a chance. It, it, you really do. You know if what I'm saying? If it's like if it's supernatural, like uh, Jason, you can't beat that guy. I mean, you can. You can hurt him. You can get it in. That's that's still slasher. But Jason though is not just your. He's not your sleepaway camp slasher. He's not your prom night oh slasher. Gosh. He's he, he is. Okay, I have to just say this. <laughs> so I've got Shutter, and I'm watching all these scary movies. And, and my boy Drew uh, uh, from Flannel, he's he he did the same thing. I just watched Sleepaway Camp for the first time. That's a classic. And I just watched it. I remember the VHS box at Video Giant. Now, is that the one that had the Freddy glove coming out of the backpack? And like, I think it did. And like, it has nothing to do with any of that, but it just was a cool box. Yeah. Um, so, the I'm still not recovered from that movie. Like... It builds up to this ending that is so unreal. I can't believe it has never been spoiled for me before. This is th- like 40 years old almost. And the ending was never spoiled for me. And I just watched it. And I am like. And it blew your mind. It, I'm messed up from it. <laughs> That's a good movie. Dude. Dude. What's kind of sad about this Halloween is all the horror movies that were lined up for this Halloween season got knocked they, out. Dude. I was so excited Candy for Candyman too. Man, bro. And listen. I was. I'm, I. Move scary movies in the theater are scarier, way scarier. I don't. It's just that with everybody, you're in the dark. It it it. it you're just like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> I was nervous about going to see Candyman in the theater, and I got pushed the next year because COVID destroyed all it, the, the the premise of the new one looks awesome too. It, it just there's a I forgot the name of the movie. I forgot the I forgot the name. There's a great slasher trailer just dropped where. There's a serial killer who does the basic Chucky doll thing, you know, goes to Chucky, and he gets a girl, and when he stabs her, instead of killing her, he just bodies with her. Dang. And he, so he gets to become a high schooler, going to high school, and kill from inside. Oh, my God. And she wakes up as him, and it's Vince Vaughn is the murderer. What's it called? I forgot the name. I'm going to pull it up right now. The tra- that sounds insane. Dude, the trailer looks so fun. Uh, I love Vince Vaughn. It's a too. Freaky Friday. It looks like a Freaky Friday um, horror movie. Vince Vaughn horror movie. Uh, it's called Freaky. <laughs> I said Freaky Friday, dude. It's called Freaky, and it do it looks really funny, dude. Because like he gets to be this girl and using his like his like sexual power to get guys to like him. That she's murdering all these guys in the high school. Oh my god! But then he's got to go and stop her. But when he comes in the trailer, he comes to stop her, and she's like, "That guy's the killer." Because so of course everybody's gonna be like, "Get him!" Yeah, and, and I'm like, this looks <laughs> so fun, like. It's just that. So now, like, is it like a slasher comedy, or is it like a? Yeah, it looks like there's some real, like the trailer looks like there's real kills in it, like Dang, real slasher. Yeah. Um, but so, any good? Well, if you had recommend recommendation for Halloween this year, anything that's newer, what would you give a recommendation? Halloween recommendation for this year to watch? Um. Well, I've watched a couple new ones. I'm gonna um, give my. I'll do yours first. I'm gonna do my. You first. go ahead and do yours. My recommendation for Halloween is gonna be not so much in the scary genre. But it's it's a little bit. It's going to be Hobie's Halloween with Ooh, Adam Hobie. Sandler. Hobie's Halloween with Adam Remember Sandler. They call him Pubie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hubie's Halloween is brand new on Netflix. 
It's uh, Adam Sandler. It's it's almost like a greatest hits multiverse. It really is. View is or not view askew. That's Kevin Smith. It's um Happy Madison. It's like like, like opening scene when I saw Ben Stiller, I was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. And there's that. It happens over and over again. Yeah, it does. Um, these throwbacks. Do you hear someone got fired of that movie? What? You know that funny scene where all the girls in the news crew are all Harley Quinn. Yeah, which is funny because. That the Halloween after that's that was literally girl, the next Halloween. It was well, one of the girls was a real newscaster from that area, and her studio said you don't have the permission to be in the movie, so they fired her for showing her putting being a movie that they didn't they didn't approve. What brutal dude! But Hubie's Hubie's Halloween. There's some like there's some like spooky if you're a little kid, but not for like you know for what you're, you're like thinking, what's going to happen, but. What ends up, there is some good spooky stuff, a couple scary little things. There's a really good message at the end. Like, it's a good movie. It just, it's the movie I needed in my life this, this Halloween. Yeah. Right. We're in election season. It's almost the election. There's so much like tension. You suck. Right now, COVID's on the rise again in Michigan, dude. It sucks. Is it really? Oh, dude, there's been. Uh, so my nurse, my my brother in law is a nurse in Grand Rapids. He says that they're half full, their COVID wing, and they were for oh a while they were like gosh. they were hovering empty for a while. He said it's all spiked across the whole state. That sucks. And uh, there was like there was like thirty deaths uh, last Thursday in one day, man. What, dude? It's, it's 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 creeping back up, dude. I know three people in my life who have it right now. <gasps> Scallywagon's got it. Really? The Grand Arthur's whole family's got it? What? I'm, I'm telling you, it's all over the place, dude. It's all over the place. So, dude, my guitar player from Static Factory and his wife are still positive, and this is three weeks. <clears throat> dude, listen, it, that this thing can stay in you for a bit. I was down for I was down for two and a half weeks, dude. Jeez. But in the midst of all of this kind of like tension, sadness, Hubie's, Hubie's Halloween it just was so sweet, almost like remember that humanity isn't a lost cause. Yeah, and I I just needed some of that. that Dude, I saw a little video of this <clears throat> couple was on the street, and Adam Sandler was in the front seat of this SUV, and they're like running trying to you know get a picture, and they're doing the video, and so Adam Sandler stops the car. He's in the passenger seat, and he goes, "Hey guys." How you guys doing? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Snap those pictures. Go ahead, guys. You guys having a good night? Just so cool, dude. Like, it was not being a diva at all. Go ahead. You snap those guys. He's like looking at the camera and stuff. It was really cool. I'm glad he put this movie out right now. You know, I really am too. And, and the cast was uh, great laughs. A couple good spooks. I The mm. most laughs, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you watch with any of your friends, watch some. We, we, it was me, Tony, Marsh. Marsh. Uh, uh, Joe, yeah, Joe. It was it was a fun night, man. But uh, what do you got for Halloween? You probably so, got some scarier. I am five episodes deep of the Haunting of Blind Manor. Okay, this is getting news everywhere. So here's the thing: um, every the last two years, Netflix's been doing a series right around Christmas or Halloween. It's my Christmas. They, um, they did um, Haunting of Hill House two years ago. So here's the and thing: and you love that one. Don't go into this thinking it's Hill House. Hill House is more character study drama. Hill House. Was faster paced. This one is a slow burn, but there's Rip. some scares. But it's a thinking man's like. Oh, well, you love that, dude. Um, so I'm in. Um, from what I hear, eight episodes, ten episodes. What are you talking? Ten about? episodes. Ten episodes. So from what I hear, hour long. Uh, forty. Okay, yeah, forty so, to fifty. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, by the end of it, 
I'm going to be crying. So I'm very excited um, to see where the story goes. Uh, so far, it's another big, creepy house. A lot of quiet and a lot of dark, and I love that. So a question for you. I say Honey and Blind Manor is mine. Okay, that's a great, that's a great, a great uh, pick for this, this, the month. What do you think is your go-to genre for horror? Would you say the slasher, the haunted house, or the demon? Um, believe it or not, my go-to the last probably five years, well, maybe maybe the last maybe last twenty years has been found footage. You really That's my go-to man. Um, you know, I think your Blair Witch tattoo of all of them is the one that scares me the most. Um. Just that little symbol is so yeah, simple. Yeah. Well, but it, it just, you know exactly what it is. Oh, it's good. Um, so they've been doing a lot of found footage, and some of them suck. But there's some. There's a movie. There now, if if you're gonna ask me what to watch in October, I'm gonna tell you. There's a series. It's a trilogy. It's called Hell House LLC. It's a found footage, and it's a. There's a hotel. Where, this, where do you watch this at? Um, it's on Shutter. You can watch, I think, part one on Amazon. Okay. Um, but it's a group of guys and girls, their friends, every year, they find a new location and turn it into a like Rotten Manor type place. Nice. Well, this place is was shut down for a bunch of murders, and it's called the uh, Abaddon Hotel. Which is a horrible name for but hotel. But they move into it to set it up for Halloween. And craziness ensues. Oh, man. But the scares are brutal. It probably costs $40,000 to make. It is one of the best series. Everybody I told to watch it is like, oh, my gosh, that was scary. Dude, I think horror, what's great about horror is that horror is a genre you make for little money. You can blow up, make great. I mean, Chase Massacre made a fortune. Blair Witch made a fortune. Uh, Paranormal Activity made a fortune. And they're on shoestring budgets. Yep. These movies are not super. Like they're not. You don't need much to make you scare yourself. And a lot of scary movies don't have don't have huge casts. Don't have. Nope. They might have a star. You might have a star, but it's a lot of B or C list actors well, actresses. Look at Scream. Drew Barrymore is in it for the first scene. Top billing. Top, the, the huge poster, actress. The poster features her prominently yeah. in the yeah. foreground. She's in the foreground. I'll tell you what, though, that her, her scene is some of the best acting ever. She thinks she kind of Unreal. steals a movie. With Un- that. Unreal. Okay. With that said, we'll go ahead and go into Scream. So Scream drops December 28th, 1996. This is a thinking, it's almost it's almost a quarter century old. That's but insane. it's crazy. It's a Christmas movie. This drops. Holy crap, I didn't realize that. Is that weird? That is very weird. But people want to be scared any time of the year. Kids are off school, want to go. Hey, I'd rather deal with slashers than family on Christmas sometimes. You know what I mean? Um 78% rotten tomatoes. Not bad. Directed by Wes Craven, the, one of the master. Master. You know Wes Craven did the original Hills Have Eyes? Dude, he did. He, he, his career. I mean, you've got, for Wes Craven, you've got, I mean. Freddy G. He's created Freddy. What is the one? Shocker? Yes, that's <laughs> him, dude. That's him. Oh, man, he's got some bangers, dude. He's, dude. Got, he's got a great uh, resume. Rest in peace, Mr. Wes Craven. Wes Craven has a cameo in this movie. Oh yeah, what? Remember the janitor? That's him. 
No way. The Jenner and the Freddy. Hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. That's Wes Craven? Yeah. That's really funny. The principal's like, looks, he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's Henry Winkler. Um, so this movie, Scream, comes out. Okay. And this, what this movie does is it really takes the slasher genre. A genre, a genre, a lot of horror actors, like, they, they kind of got into the business in these kind of cheap movies. Um, and almost imbues it with affection. Says, you know what? And it's like a meta, it's like, it's, because the characters in the movie themselves love these films too. Yes. They understand the rules and the tropes, because every genre has tropes, has rules. Like, for example, in, in a lot, in a lot of, in a lot of horror movies, one of the tropes is, um, a guy and girl survive at the end. That's a trope that's classic. And whenever a movie goes against those tropes, it gets your attention. Like, I remember in the movie, um, the great wide open. The great Bambino. Uh, Samuel Jackson. That's the same guy. Samuel Jackson. Uh, the sharks. Oh, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Okay, listen. A couple of tropes. One, black guy dies first. Yes. Trope number two, black guy and girl survive. So, LL, at the very beginning of that movie, you think he dies and he survives it. He survives the shark attack. So, it's three at the very end. It's a, a white guy, black guy, white girl. I'm like, LL's going to die. It's going to be the guy and the girl. And ends up, the girl gets eaten. She jumps in and gets eaten. And the two guys survived. And I'm like, I've never seen that. And that little tiny juke, I love those yeah. jukes. This scream had one of the greatest trope jukes of all time. When Scream comes out, you see Drew Barrymore's in it. And you think, well, she's the biggest star in this whole cast. She's going to be in Drew Barrymore. If you're an 80s kid like we are, we, we grew up with this girl. Each, I remember her in E.T. I remember her in Firestarter. Yeah, I, say, I remember Firestarter. Oh, that movie was crazy. E.T., she was fantastic. Dude, she's so good. Mom, mom. Like she just, she, she's so sweet, dude. I know. Um, Gert, or whatever her name was. Um, but Drew Barrymore, even as, I mean, wedding singer. and uh, Oh, man. Do you fall in love with her in a wedding in, singer? Is Mad Love, is that her? No, which one is she? Um, um uh, something like that, yeah. Where she's her and Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Yeah, so, something like that. She, I mean, she, uh, she was ever after. She just is all the um that one driving comes with boys. That's <laughs> a good movie. Real good movie. She just has this great career, and she's in this movie, and it's gonna be a slasher flick. But this slasher flick has some money behind it. Yep. Not a huge amount, but it's got it's real, got a decent budget. Decent budget, and it's got a good cast. There's some, there's some great actors. Real good. It, it takes the slasher genre. It's usually. Down. I love that they take a bunch of those like teenage, yeah, ish actors, put them in a high school setting, and it's like a bunch of friends in a crazy situation, which we love, dude. Um, so let's go through this. Walk through this cast. We have Drew Barrymore as Casey Becker. Now we'll stop here. Listen, that opening. Does so many things. It sets the tone for the film. You 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 know you're in a slasher. You know and and thing is, I thought like I the, it happens in a lot of slashers, where Jimmy Lee Curtis has done it multiple times. Where yeah, or, or Halloween, where someone survives a horrible thing, and then a year later the guy comes back. I yeah. thought that's I thought that's gonna happen. She's gonna survive this attack, and then she's gonna be hit to face the guy later. You know, like uh, Jimmy facing Michael Myers or something. You, um, the guy who plays Cotton Weary, Liv Schreiber, Liv, Liv, Liv Schreiber. Schreiber. 
amazing actor. And he's a freaking walk-on. Oh, my gosh, is he good. So the scene with her, she's at home, going to watch a movie making popcorn. And the calls, This scene is brutal, dude. The calls start coming. And it's such a slow yeah. burn. First, he's just a wrong number. And it just keeps on going. And the way she's reacting, she, first of all, she's a great actress. She's, it's she's, unreal. You feel her mood change during this conversation. And you see her start to like, I remember, I remember, I remember when she's like, why do you want, it? she's being playful, which yeah. if you're a teenager, that happens yes, sometimes. You get yes. a, someone calls you in the sofa, you just be goofy, flirtatious. It's just all she's doing. It's like, why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. And did you see that immediately rigidity, that immediate tension? Yeah. And, and I'm then like, he tries to take it back. It's so. That's crazy. That that's that, where it turns. That writing is so yeah, solid. The whole it's amazing. thing. Um, and this uh, it goes. And that voice, man. Jeez. That, that voice. It's funny. It's neither the actors. It's not Lillard, and it's not. Um, yeah. Oh, Skeet Owens. Yeah, it's not Skeet. It's. Some guy Skeet is Skeet Owens is poor man's Johnny Depp, by the way. Dude, he's a peasant's Johnny Depp. He yes. Is, he's a welfare check's Johnny Depp. But he's got that look. That he's got that. It's crazy. He's got the Johnny he's Depp got, look. Yeah, he's got that Nightmare on Elm Street 1 thing going. Yes, he does. But um, the guy starts playing with her. And it there's real stakes very you quickly. You know what's funny? How long did it take her to talk about her boyfriend? And once she once she realizes, okay, this isn't just I got a boyfriend, he's real struggling. Yeah. And she comes across like I'm scared, I'm defenseless, yep. but I know she's trying to almost like a kid, like, well, my dad's strong. She's like, My boyfriend, he's big and he's strong, yeah. he plays football. Like it's not reason. It's, Her poor boyfriend, dude. Oh my gosh. Now that scene's brutal. Inside's just just guts of oh. man. When he, in the voice, too, when the voice gets pissed. Oh, my. He yells at her. Yeah, yelling at her. Like, you better not hang up. You're like, holy crap. And you know, and like, okay, they're just on the phone. There's no, They have no power, but they're so convincing that they they take you over. Listen, Drew Barrymore only has 15 minutes in this movie, and she is considered a scream queen because she does so well in this scene. Unbelievable. She does amazing. And she gets her sticking. Uh, throat cut and she's trying to talk and it's just like oh my god! that scene her parents get home it is that is the most it's brutal and they awful. hear her on the phone oh my gosh that's brutal this movie's brutal dude listen there are some of the deaths some of the murders I don't get cause I know they're they're I know the plot of the film like the plot of the movie is serial killers stuck in teens but I guess Lillard's in it for the the sneaking. He's in it for the okay spoilers. You know um, that scene where he goes, "My parents are gonna kill me." That was uh, Edlibbed. That's funny. He's real. Matthew Lillard is an uh, incredible actor. He steals this movie. He's so funny, dude. Dude, he's so stupid, dude. And the thing is, we all know someone like this in high school. Yes. He's so funny. When Drew Barrymore dies, I'll be right back. <laughs> it what it does is you think everyone can die in this movie. Yes, because you think I, you think she's she's gone. She dies horribly. Like you feel bad for the parent. It's it's terrible. It's so brutal that they're like, I can hear her. And you're like, oh my gosh. Because she still has that cellular phone. She yep. still has that seeking. Uh, what's not cellular? What cordless. Cordless phone, man. 
And she is a smart, she's not completely helpless. Yeah. She just is out muscled. You know what is awesome about this movie is the bad guy is always like gets their ass. He takes some hits. Yeah, he gets his ass beat a little bit here and there. And you go, oh, like you see, it hurts. You get a bile thrown at you. Like he gets dropped a few times. And he's Dude, the freezer to the head drops. Oh, yeah. That's a good move. Fight. She's like, Bam. yeah. Man, I was so bummed that that popcorn burned. Oh, it burns. It, <laughs> they come in, it's still burning. Jiffy Pop. Jiffy Pop. Which you man. swear by. I'll swear by Jiffy Pop. Well, it's kind of a. You love doing it on the stove like that, don't you? Love doing. Um. Yeah, you but... You like fresh pop popcorn Yes, lot. yes, yes. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless it's family video, my great popcorn, I'm not really a my great popcorn guy. Um, <coughs> we can go get it popped over the gas station? Yes. A popcorn machine is great. Popping it in your own pan is great. But nothing beats the movie theater Dude, ever. I want to go see a shitty movie just so I can get popcorn. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to the theater this week. What are you going to watch? I'm going to watch Tenant finally. Everybody get Zach... From the barbershop just said he's going to watch Tenet this week. I'm, I, I, I've, listen, I hear no one's going to the theater. The theaters are dying. No I'm, one's going. I'm about to go in and spend $100? She. thing is, though, they don't Give have- all the candies, all the slushes. It's only evening shows. I, what? I love to go Monday morning. I want to go Sunday at 3 o'clock. Three, uh, 4 30, oh, well, Weekends might have weekend or oh, 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 their show, but during the week, only evening shows. I'm pissed. It's For me, I could go Monday when the kids are at school, and now I can't. That's whack. It's whack, dude. So anyways, Drew Barrymore- she, yo, she wanted to be in this film, but she had like scheduling difficulties or something. So she's like, "I'm gonna do this opening scene." It's it's like imagining speaking after Martin Luther King. I have a dream speech. <laughs> Imagine having to go on after like speaking like Richard Pryor as a comedian. You're like, oh, <laughs> like yeah, screw that. Drew Barrymore opens this movie with incredible I acting who, chops. I forget who the comic was, but they were telling Howard a story about. One of his first big gigs. Oh no! He had to follow Sam Kennison. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Who who was it? I don't remember, but I remember that, it, that just like you're saying, the rest of this cast has to follow that per- performance. The rest of the cast. Let's go through. You have Nev Campbell as Sydney. Does fine. She's in all four of the movies. She's great. I've never been a Nev, big Nev Campbell person. Didn't have a huge career. No, she has she this was party and Wild five, right? Things. That's about it. Yeah, she party five. Party of five was her big. That was Jared her. Leto was in that too. Yes, he was. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Wild Things. It was. I watched that for Denise Richards and Bill Murray. Bill Murray <laughs> is so. He stole the movie. He was so funny. He's the worst lawyer of all time. But he's the best. <laughs> he's he's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off that fake neck brace. <laughs> dude, that movie's so. It is literally <laughs> random, crazy. Dude. It's literally that movie's one of those like USA Up All Night like. What do you like? Softcore bo- like yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like Skinamax. But you have Bill Murray doing a great performance yeah. in the middle of it. Sticking. And you got too much of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, Bacon is in that movie. Only thing that movie does for me is help me with Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um, so you got Skeet, Skeet Ulrich. I don't know what else he did besides this. I don't either. You got Courtney Cox, who's in Friends at the time. And the Friends. Out of the friends, which one had the biggest movie career? It's definitely Aniston. Aniston, Aniston yeah. by far, is the b- biggest movie career. The guys don't do anything. No. Um, Schwimmer. Schwimmer LeBlanc. does Paul Bearer. 
Yeah, they're not really doing anything. Then uh, Le- uh, Matt LeBlanc does uh, the whole five yards, or the whole nine yards. That movie's... No, that, that's not, Bad not, Perry. 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 That movie's funny. The whole nine yards. The ten yards sucks. It's, it's so bad. It's almost... Nine unwatchable. yards is like almost low budget. Like Michael Clark Duncan and Bruce Willis. I mean, it's fantastic. <gasps> he was also with Selma Hayek. Fools rush in. That movie's That good. was great. You know what? He has two jammers in his in his Deacon repertoire. He's almost uh, as good as Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Courtney Cox? What does she do for movies? She does this. Um, she was at a small role in Adam Sandler's uh, Longest Yard. Yes, she did. Which her role was hilarious. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, she's in a bunch of these. She's actually going to be in the newest Scream, too. Scream 5, they're yeah. filming it right now. I, I still never seen part four. I've seen one, two, and three. I've seen one. I didn't like They two. get worse as they go, bro. Dude. Part three is so bad, but the soundtrack's incredible. Three, I watched half an hour, and I'm like, this is terrible. It's bad. I mean, it's like a, it's, it's dumb. It's just it's dumb. Not, it, the, the writing's so bad. I, I was annoyed that I had to finish it, though. Oh man, forget I, I, I didn't need to finish it, dude. Um, so Courtney Cox, you know what? In this movie, I wanted to hate her because I thought to my, I, I thought, you know who I love in this is I love Dewey, Dave Arquette. David Arquette is awesome. He's so sweet. He's he, awesome. I do, and the little sister does him wrong all the time. She, she oh, what a bee, dude. She's cheating bad. It's like, wouldn't mom tell you about respecting anything? When I have the badge, you respect me as a man of the law. Like, you feel bad because all his boys. She dogs him and all the cows are like. <laughs> <laughs> dude. And I love that in Scary Movie. <laughs> his name is Doofus. Remember? Doofy. Doofy. Do- Listen, the end of Scary Movie is really funny. With Doofy walking on the street, that's really funny. That saved the whole movie. People love those movies. I hate those movies. There's like six of them. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, so David Arquette, I've always enjoyed his movies. Even his, like, I lo- he had small bit role in Beautiful Girls. There, okay, there's an episode of Creep Show that he's in, and <gasps> he is incredible. He's an episode of Creep Show? Yeah, it's incredible. Is it on Netflix yet, or is it only on no, Shutter? No, Shutter. Actually, it's on uh, AMC show, is it now? I don't have AMC. Man, I, I wish I would put that on Netflix. No, it's, it's so good. I, when is the second season coming out, people? Listen. Last se- yes, when that came out, that was a show of the Sinking Halloween, and I loved the fat sucking leeches. That was one of the best episodes. What a great episode that was! It's disgusting, like twenty, minutes. but so funny, dude. They pack a lot in like twenty two minutes. Like it's, it's insane. It's awesome. Um, Arquette is great. Henry Winkler in this is fantastic. He's awesome, dude. The, what's funny is he's not credited in this film. He's uncredited. What? I guess. If you're credited, you got to be paid like the, the minimum amount for an actor. And they couldn't afford him, but he wanted to be in it because he likes Craven. He wants to be part of what he did. So he worked for free. Is it pro bono? It sounds like pro bono. <sighs> you know, I don't know why they took him out like that. Yeah, that's I didn't want him to die. I loved him. He was, he was a good principal. Yeah, he was. Let's see what that's that's not fair. Oh, no. You know what fair would be? And he's talking about like the murders. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But on the PA, he's like, remember, your principal loves you. <laughs> So cheesy, dude. If I had the principal said it over the CPA, I'd be like, wah, wah. Be like, well, I can't say it. Yeah. would say, dude. <laughs> It'd be hand gesture. <laughs> It'd be uh, Ken Jung. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Winkler goes out like a, just goes out, dude. 
That does suck, man. You have Jamie Kennedy as he is the 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 guy that works at Blockbuster. Like he loves movies. He's like all about the rules of movies. He talks about actors, you know, different. They go great. over. A, he does the three rules, but there's also other. Like she says, you know. Oh, I don't like scary movies because all these big-breasted women who run up the stairs instead of going down. And it, it happens in horror movies all the time. Yeah. But some of the tropes are tropes because they happen. Like, for example, my wa- Angie hates the trope of you hear a noise, you got to investigate it. I'm like, babe, I'm going. I'm, I have to. I got to know what the noise is. What was. are you going to do? Hide away for the noise to come to you? You go to the noise. Dude, we were watching a, a clip of YouTube videos the other day, uh. me and the kids. And this guy said, man, I'm working at this house. It's an older house. And I heard some walking upstairs. Like, some like, little kid walking around. So he, walks, so he goes upstairs. He's just filming, talking. You know, he goes, it sounds like I come over here. So he's going. He's like, oh, look at that. That photo scared. It's like a picture on the wall. It's all scared looking little kid. That's scared. So he goes over. He's walking to this door. And the door just closes in front of him. Just He's like, nope, and he just runs out of the house. You guys watched this video? We just watched it. was in a series of YouTube. It was like, Did it like, scare the crap out of you? The, the kids? <laughs> it scared the They watched it? Because it, it was like the kids falling down. It was like just dumb YouTube crap. In the middle of this dumb YouTube <laughs> crap was this. And, and Lena's like, what? Close that door, Daddy. I'm like, well, I don't know, Lena. Somebody open a window, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the ghost. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I think it's under your bed. <laughs> You hear Lena's first F word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, shoot. But uh, so the rules that Kennedy gives. (laughs) I was going to see her so freaked. Is the no sex rule. That's funny. That's a real rule in a lot of slasher flicks. That's why I'm dead. (laughs) Uh, I'll never forget the the, the Friday the 13th where they're in the tent and he like puts the. the, the, He puts her in a sleeping bag. Slams no, not that one where he, like, he has like, he, like, like, like oh, the like, arrow. No, he takes like a um, a sign that goes into the ground, like a metal, like it's like a U bracket. Okay. And he just like puts it through the tent through somebody, just stabs. I remember one where Jason took the girl in the sleeping bag and just beat her against the tree. That was that was brutal, man. Um, but it, it's dude, even in Terminator, uh, the two sleep together, and Terminator kills them both. I know. Brutal. That, that poor guy's wearing his seeking um bikini briefs, dude, loving life, making a sandwich. Dude, he's, just like, he's like, man, I work hard for this, buddy. <laughs> dude, and she's listening to that music on her headphones. Jamming oh. out. Oh, it's brutal, dude. Smoking a cigarette because they just got done. Man, so that that's a rule in most movies. If you do cross that line, you're done. Yeah. Remember Jim, at the end of Jim Kay's like, man, I'm so glad I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on a movie. Not that I know of, but I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a line, there's a joke in Hoobie's Halloween that Tony always says, like, someone's like, you got any kids? He's like, not that I know of. And so Sandler pulls that line. He's like, you got any kids? Not that I know of. And he laughs. He goes, no, no, I don't got any. <laughs> that was so funny. Dude, dude, that would have been me in high school. Like, oh, I'm going to live through this. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm already signing a contract for part five. <laughs> I'm over here like kicking rocks. Damn. <laughs> but then there's the uh, I, I played Drew Barrymore's boyfriend. <laughs> Died right at the beginning. Oh <laughs> shoot, dude. He's big and strong. <laughs> I got you. Oh, there goes my guts. <laughs> I should have had sex with Drew Barrymore. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, 
The next rule is the sin factor. No drink or no drugs. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've been dead. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm stinking like... Uh, I got one leg. <laughs> I'm making it through, baby. Oh, dude. I'm oh, dying. I, I, I open the credits. I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> Oh, then the last rule is never say I'll be right back. That's a good one. It's a that's a really fun rule. Yeah. Funny because it happens a lot of movies. Um, what's funny though? Thing? I'm gonna go get some snacks. Remember the one dude on Friday the Thirteenth? He was the um, was always walking around on his hands. Yes. And he went to go get some snacks, and he's walking on his hands. And Jason took the axe right between his legs. Um. Stinking! What's crazy is Gail says, "I'll be right back," and she—I thought she was gonna die when she said that, but she didn't die. She didn't die. Her and Dewey get to all the movies, don't they? Yep. That makes me happy because man, he gets caught up, jacked up, dude. I mean, it was, it was one of the trailers. I think for two, he opens a door and the knife spin in the air. I remember that. I remember that. And the butt of the knife hits him in the head I, and knocks I, him out. I didn't know that. I never saw it. Yeah, that's funny. He dude. just falls out. He's like. <gasps> And the, the the handle hits him in the head and he just falls down the stairs because <laughs> he's all goofy, dude. Oh, dude, he's so... He's funny as a mug. He, he, you know what? He, I thought Gail was using him to get the story. So I, she liked him. I, I was ready to hate on her. She did like but him. But she does like him. Yeah. That's really... So it's like sweet. He's like... Her poor cameraman. He was so funny. Oh, he was cool. He got jacked. <laughs> he's all dude, snacks. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> She's talking about that, being fat, That man. delay thing... Was brutal. It was he, awesome because he thought, "Oh, the cat gonna save him." Jumps out of the van. He goes, "Oh, and the the guy the killer's right there already." Oh yeah, and, has he, got and him. he knows too. He goes, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> and gets him. It's gross. Skirt. Yeah, that sucked. And then it's thinking blood's going on the windshield. She's trying oh, to windshield wiper it. Dude, it's, dude, that it's that's brutal, dude. There's a that scene at the house is the last forty five minutes of, of the movie, and a lot of people get killed in that yeah. house. I can't believe Kenny doesn't die, dude. I can't believe he survives that. Well, you didn't see part three. <laughs> oh, I get him in three finally. Dang it, dude. And the, the, the an awesome part that's the movie sucks so bad. So I'm not spoiling it. Some movies have good parts. Don't watch to it. it. Yeah. Um he leaves a tape for them. For four, right? Or for, for three? For three. Okay, for three. And he and it's him saying, if you guys are watching this, I didn't make it. And he's oh, giving them new rules. That's cool. And it's sweet. But um, yeah, part one, they should have never le- they should have never done anything else. It made so much part money. Part one is though. so good. It made so and the, much and the, and money. The, um the movie ends so good. Like, I mean, the the it's solved, it's done. But that's how that's how good horror movies are. It's true. A good horror movie. I mean, Jason, Freddy, Halloween, these have so many sequels. Dude, you know what's funny? Is uh I, Dude, how many times have they remade Halloween? I feel like it's been like three or four restarts. Of um, that. Rob Zombie definitely revamped it, but I, th- I don't think it's so much restarts. I think it's just they just keep adding on to the series. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's an- there's another. I think Rob Zombie's the first one to re- to revamp and restart over Halloween. Okay. The other ones are just like. And did he have sequels. two in his world or just one in his world? He's got two. In his world. Two in his world. Okay. I'm, and the rest I'm, are all the original, original Halloween. Yes. Let me tell you something about it. Rob Zombie's Halloween is incredible. Like, no. it's unbelievable how good it is. Part one is it's the introduction, but it, it goes into Michael Myers' childhood. 
and and it and it shows you why he's becomes what he is. Now, and do they make him supernatural or just a normal person? He's a big, strong dude. Okay, Rob Zombie's not supernatural at all. No. Okay. It's it's insane. It's awesome. Danny Trejo's in it. His part's oh, awesome. Nice. Trejo's been in, uh, if not every, almost every Rob Zombie movie. Wow. Yeah. And um, like uh, if you watch The Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie had Danny Trejo and Diamond Dallas Page in it. It was sweet. Jeez. If you want to talk about good slasher horror, watch House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie's first horror movie. It is incredible, which is why I just got Captain Spaulding tattooed on my leg. That is a scary looking tattoo. I know. Uh, our aunt in Texas asked mom, what the hell did he get on his leg? <laughs> <laughs> Captain's, that guy just died, right? Captain Spaulding just died? Yeah, he's from Mich- he's, uh, Michigander. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, so you have Courtney Cox, and, and, and you know what? She's great in it. I do like her There's a lot. that Dewey line, though, when she's like, you know, my demographic. My target demographic is 18 to 24. You're just out of my range. So funny. And he's looking, he's up top. She goes, you know, I'm maybe 25, but I was 24 for a whole year. I was like, it's a That girl. was awesome. The way he did, and then her face was like, damn. <laughs> dude, I was, I was 24 for a whole year. It's that a good was line. That was a good one, dude. That, that was smooth. I, he, that might be the, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever lined that in my life that, that good. You know what's funny, though? though like, I, probably the first time, three times I watched that movie, I didn't get it. What the hell are you talking about? I was... 18, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that she said that's my demographic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good quote, but I'm I'm glad that she isn't just a bloodthirsty like media lady. But you know what? The media comes off as bad in this movie. Yeah, it come off as bad every day. Okay. I don't watch the news. The reason. way they're just like all over the school. You know, one of the newscasters is Linda Blair. I know. That's crazy. It's insane. Um, in part three, uh Carrie Fisher's in it. Nice. And she plays a struggling actress that never got her big break and that looks just like Princess Leia. Because Courtney Cox, so Cox goes, aren't you? And she goes, do you want me to get started about how, who, what, uh, who you look like? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. That's funny, dude. You have Rose McGowan. Uh, she, she had a couple movies as a teenage. You know, Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker is one of them in this season. In, and she gets taken out nasty style. Brutal. What's crazy is that that wouldn't happen. No, garage doors have so many like yeah. annoyingly. So they have a little laser thing right at the bottom, and our dumbass is always trying to jump over it. Oh, dude, you ever hit your head trying to jump? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I always feel like I peeled the head back. <laughs> and then you always look around because you're like, this doesn't hurt as bad as my pride, dude. Not at all. Um, you have Matthew then Matthew Lillard. Who you Matthew like? Lillard is one of my favorite all time favorites. You love him, huh? Are you, have you ever seen SLC Punk? Dude, that movie. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Dude, you and Jesus used to love. That movie is a crazy me, flick. Me, Sean O'Dell showed me that movie. That movie is. Shooter McGavin plays his dad. Their relationship's crazy. It's just, it's an amazing. That movie, first of all, was so small. It was so under tiny. budget. It was tiny. That movie became a cult classic. What? It's amazing. His acting chops. There's a scene in that movie where he is uh, by himself and he's yelling and he's talking and he's bawling. And if you, like, one thing you know about the Red Room Theater, we judge actors on their ability to cry on screen. Yes. Matthew Lillard, he's up there. Straight up. He's, it was, it, there's a scene that it just, it hurts. Watch wow. It. Hurts. Like you are like, you're feeling his pain. It's unbelievable. And you're and you're 
wondering with him, what is he going to do now? He's saying, he's screaming, what am I supposed to do now? And it's just like, um, it gives me the same kind of chills that Philip Seymour did. And that one scene with Marissa Tomei. Oh my god. That's gosh. one of the most intense scenes I've ever seen in my life. You have to see Charlie Wilson's War because Fuster Hoffman rules that movie. Uh, you Him showed and me Hanks clips. Are just phenomenal together. But that's that's high praise from you on Lillard, dude. I'm telling you, watch SLC Punk. Okay. Any Red Rum fans, if you like punk rock, if you like not people that just are anarchists and don't follow the rules, watch that movie. It's incredible. I like in this film, so, so that's just casting, you go to the cast. Movie, if that's at the Drew Barrymore scene, you go to the school and you start following Nev Campbell around. They start, they start realizing that she has a history. Something happened to her a year ago. You start, you know, opening that world up. When she first goes home, the camera does a great job of like, as it follows around, like there's this weird, unsettling music. Mm -hmm. And you're waiting for like a jump scare of some kind. You're waiting, like, you're like, oh, geez. And she goes to bed and it's dark. And then the jump scares come. Like, um, it is, she is, it's weird because when she, he calls on the phone and she goes outside, she's, she's like, I'm calling your bluff. I'm like, what are you, you're crazy. You don't, call, you don't call that bluff? That was crazy. She thought it was a prank call. It's someone died in your town. Mm -hmm. You don't go outside that door. But she goes outside that door. Well, her history though, she's kind of reckless now. She's a mess because of what happened. Yeah. And dude, I'm going to say this right now. Skeet Ulrich, I know he's a murderer in this movie, so he's the bad guy, obviously. She, like, he, she thinks he's the murderer. He's, turns out she thinks he's not, but he is. He's out of jail. His first thing to her is like, you won't sleep with me. Do you really love me? Yeah, you sent me to jail and you won't touch me. He's like, And ever since your mom died, you're all like cold and won't let me. And I'm like, Yo, listen, you, my mom left too. Dude, it is. What a dog ass. I'm like, you don't First of all, you don't relate those two. No! Your mom left you because you were ugly ass. <laughs> Her mom got murdered. <laughs> Dude, straight up got murdered. And it just, why would she stay with that guy? Like, that guy's so insensitive. All he wants is it's to get in her booty. pants. And, like, who says that? You just got attacked. You're in the hospital. I know you just got attacked and uh, you're hurting or healing, but. Uh, I got this boner. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a bunch of them in high school. <laughs> dude, Hoobie's Halloween is really funny, dude. His, <laughs> I wanted to show the kids the movie, but in the movie, he he's like, my mom, what's a boner? And she tell, and he's a grown man. She goes, oh, boner's a mistake. Yeah, like, oh, I made a real boner on that one. And he's like, okay, so he, start, he uses it that way in the movie. He's like, oh, man, I made a big boner on that one. And uh, all them kids. And kids are like, what the crap? But I'm like, hey, can we show the kids this movie? She goes, if you show the kids this movie, they'll be saying the word boner all over the place. It'll be really embarrassing. And I was like, you ain't wrong. <laughs> How in God's name on a major network was the guy's best friend next door named Boner? I don't know how that happened. How did that happen? Listen, when I was that age watching Growing Pains, I didn't know what it meant. I got this mistake in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought it was a funny name. I didn't know what it meant. When I found out what it meant, I was like, it seems funny. <laughs> yeah. I remember we used to, because we're idiots and we're the most immature people in the world, we would always talk about Mike Sears' best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was an insult. Whatever, Mike Sears' best friend. <laughs> Dude, that's Kirk Cameron. I know. 
Dude. Jesus, Farik. If you ever met him and got a fight, you got to find a way to throw that back in his face. Dude. I hope you don't throw it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the movie, the movie goes, you, like, I don't know why the killers kill Barrymore or Winkler. At the party, they're just causing ru- terror. Yeah. I don't know why they, they'll do the first two. I don't know why they kill his girlfriend. His own girlfriend. I think they're just I think I think they're just sick. They're just crazy, yeah. They're just crazy killers. Yeah. Dude, the funniest is when they're cutting each other up. That you, is so funny. Listen, the plan makes sense, but how stupid are you guys? I think you got me. I think you went a little too deep. <laughs> and like, their, their shirts are getting full of blood. They, and they're dying. Dude. They're losing blood and they're getting, their heads are getting, becoming light. Dude. They're yeah. like, getting light in. I'm like, you guys are idiots. I think you went a little too deep on that one. My mom's going to kill me. He's like, <laughs> my turn. He stabs him hard in the side, dude. That's crazy. A knife wound is no joke. Yeah, dude, knives are worse than bullets. Bro. Dude, the knife they have is stinking nasty looking. And I forgot, he gets her in the shoulder. He gets her good. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that would hurt, dude. Oh, shoot. I thought, man, I watched, I thought Dewey was dead. I was like, no! Because he's got the back, and he pulls it out of his back. I'm like, oh. I forgot about the back. Oh, could you imagine that? His face is just like so grimacing, dude. Ooh. Jimmy Kennedy gets one on the sticking shoulder. Yeah. Jimmy Kennedy's so funny, dude. He, there's no way in real life he wasn't a dork. <laughs> he was the hugest dork. Watch this again. Skeet is the bad guy. You see it. Like, there's a lot of yeah. tense. Because, like, he always talk about movies all the time. You're like, he, he is these guys. And Kennedy, you think, kind of might be. But it's funny. Kennedy tells you the dad's a red herring. He tells you yeah. in the movie. The dad's not the bad guy. Da-da. And he's, he's they're telling you the truth. He's, he's not the Take bad guy. Take off his mask. It's red herring. <laughs> I would never knew what that meant. What the hell is red herring? <laughs> that's, that's really funny, dude. That was the guy's name. Is this for your teeth? That's for my teeth. Nasty, son. It's, it holds my stinking retainer. It holds my retainer. Retainer. <laughs> retainer. Pro bono. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um... No, so but yeah, Skeet, you know he's the they bad do guy. A, they do a good job of keeping you wondering. Yeah, I, I mean, I would never have guessed it too, because my and we're watching it, and there's her, she goes in the sinking garage and the door closes. Mm-hmm. Then later unlocks and later on, unlocks, let him back out. She's like, How could they unlock? I'm like, just watch, because it's two people. Yeah. Which is how they sometimes it could be twisted at once. It's yeah. because there's two of them working in tandem to Well, while Skeet was in jail, Blillard made calls. Exactly. So I mean, they're like watching each other and getting each other off. Like it's it's a, it's a good, it's a good script, good story, good premise. Great. And it's a, it's a Lillard does it just because he's a psycho. Yeah, that's it. Skeet has Skeet a real... does it because his mom left his dad. I I thought it was actually kind of surprising. Wasn't that... his dad messing around with her mom? Her mom. Her mom. Her was a town. Yeah, floozy. Yes, and what's crazy is. It's weird that they make the dead mom not a saint. They make her an uh, awful person. And you think she, her name would be cleared? And it doesn't get cleared. No. She is the town floozy. Um, it gets cleared in part three. No. Yeah. It's part of the story. I want no shit. That's why <laughs> they're, they're reaching, bro. Oh, you can't redefine. Like, it's like a Pet- it's Spider-Man 3 when they're like, well, Uncle, uh, well uh, that one battler didn't kill Uncle Ben. It was this other guy killed Uncle Ben. 
Remember that? I hated part three. Emo Tobey Maguire was the worst thing I've ever seen. Listen, my kids love it. The, the dancing the, and all the, It's the funniest thing in the world, dude. Because they're making fun of it. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you who comes to mind every time I see that. I know! Oh my gosh, dude! Every time! It's crazy. Like, I mean, immediately. There will never be a time where I watch that movie where I don't think of him. Every it's dude, that's so funny. It's Tony. crazy. But we never talked about this, and we both have the same guy in mind. It's unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving on. Here we go. How can you support the show? Give us money, Lebowski. Patreon.com slash redrum theatre. Give a buck a month helping the podcast go. Pays the bills, keeps the lights on, expands new territory. Patreon.com slash redrum theatre. As you give money. You can unlock things. If you have one dollar, you can, you, can, you can help vote every month for the movie we watch. If you give five bucks, you get a swag bag. And right now, we're ready to send out some of our new swag bags. And dude, we've got—I got one for you right now, Tony. Do you? The Red Room Theater face mask. You got it. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna—I'm gonna pause it and pull it out. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I've heard that before. All right. I'm about to present to Tony the brand new. Oh, shit. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Do you like it, dude? Hold on. I'm taking my headphones off and I'll okay. put it on. Try to put on to think of the, the new face mask from Red Rum Theater. It's our dang Gina art artwork on the face mask, dude. What, what's the verdict? What do you think, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Looks good, dude. Looks it's good. incredible, dude. Feels like my first thong. <laughs> I can't believe these are ours. That's ours, baby. Dang, dude. These are expensive, too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So we're sending those out to our... Um, this is the best thing I've ever been gifted. Um, we're sending those out for... Um, this is the best thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, we're sending them out. Um, for our five dollar swag bags for new patrons, so if you want to, go, if you're a dollar, go to five. Chip, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, listen, that's your no price for the week. What movie is that from? <laughs> oh, oh man, go for it. Yes. Um, but if you, give, if you go from one to five, if you give five dollars, you get the, the swag bag, get the the face mask, or if you currently give it a ten dollar level, you get one of these automatically. So those of you give uh, big ten dollar level, we send you swag every like six months. You're getting a face mask, the sweet kind coming at you, dude. These masks are, are amazing. You you're gonna freak. So those are coming out. Uh, I'll be mailing them out in a week because oh. I, I still got one more shipment of them coming in. I got to mail them all out. Let's see one more shipment. <laughs> um, you go to redrum.threadless.com to see our t-shirt store um, there's all kinds of things you can buy there our, you have our different uh, t-shirt um, designs you have the Dang Gina the Red Rum Theater and the Raise Us Right with Rocky so dude the material is amazing dude, I, love, I, it's I can't believe how sick this is and if, if, if it gets all like sweaty just wash it and wear it again yeah throw it in the damn washer there it is dude <laughs> oh man dude I'm glad it's you unreal. like it bro it's unreal Next up, coffee mug. Oh man. Okay, so raise us right. Also, sorry. Um, if you want to, if, if, if you want to, just give. So redrum.threadless.com, redrum.threadless.com. See a t-shirt store. If you want to just give us a, a one-time gift, you don't want to do any, you know, Patreon. You don't want to get our gear. You can go to pay. There's just on, give us like a thousand dollars one-time gift. One-time gift. <laughs> you help your taxes. You give charitable giving. Knock it down a little bit. Uh, if you if you win a lottery, don't know where to put your money. You put it over yeah, here. Dude, come on. 
<laughs> if you happen to be a millionaire that just wants to give money to a, a funny cause, well, go ahead. Now, raise this right. Listen. This, the slasher genre used to be a guilty pleasure. And if you liked it, you were weird. Like, oh, man. This movie took that genre and said, you know what? This genre is fun. It is. It's, it, it's fun. It's, it's, it is. It's okay to like. And it's really enjoyable. And it really gave it, the, the affection for the slasher genre has reinvigorated the slasher genre. There's been, there's been a lot of decent slashers in the last twenty years. Um, you know who my who I think is the best slasher movie in the last like twenty years? What? Strangers, bro. Did you watch classic, the Strangers? It's a classic slasher flick, bro. That is uncomfortable. And Strangers too. P-R-E-Y at night. Oh, my gosh. Was that good, too? What? No. It was incredible. Listen, Strangers looked really scary, dude. You never watched it? No, I was scared of it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe Liv Tyler was in the first one. Dude, listen. Sometimes these movies will get a get really a big great time act- actress. Yeah. Get one strong actor, actress. And uh, what's funny is there's a thing in the, sc- in the slasher flick called The Final Girl, right? And it's the girl who survives to the end. Because in the slasher genre, often, it's usually in some horror movies, it'd be a guy-girl survive. In a lot of monster movies, that was a guy-girl survive. Slasher was just a girl by herself. House of Thousand Corpses ends with one girl surviving and then the twist. And then you it have... incredible. Uh, Chase of Metzger is a girl at the end. It's a girl. Yes. Um, a lot of... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in um, Halloween. Prom night on Halloween, also prom night. Oh, prom night. Um, is she's the last final girl. It's a it's a thing in slasher films that happens often. Um, but I thought Drew Barrymore was gonna be this final girl, and it's not. It's Nev no, Campbell. Hell no. But there's that a, went out the window, dude. It's, it's crazy. But this movie gave a, just such. Wes Craven's like, you know what? I'm gonna write a love letter to these movies I grew up on, and there are so many references to horror movies. They once say. Someone, the uh, Gowan once says, it's not one of those Wes Carpenter movies, which is a, it's a combination. John Carpenter. And Wes Craven. It's really funny. Um, there's all kind of references. Like there's, there's movies you're watching. How I, funny was that when she's like, I mean, you can only hear that Richard Gere gerbil story so many times before it's true. Dude. <laughs> I heard Freddy Krueger, Frankenstein movies on. You, the Howling is mentioned. Um, the Bad Seeds, House of the Lambs. Um, Halloween, 13th, Evil Dead is mentioned. Is it? Yeah, there's a scene in the background. He's like, we just want to watch Evil Dead or... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You're going to vote on it. Um, you got Hellraiser. It's Evil Dead or Hellraiser. Leatherface is mentioned, and he quotes Psycho. He quotes Norm Psycho. Bates, yeah. Norman Bates. You have so much just of... You know what? Even... I'm not a I'm not a B level movie. I'm, I make movies I like. Yes. And you know what? I'm gonna embrace this genre I have come from. And you know what? He also, while he's embracing it, he also kind of dismantles the slasher genre. Here are the rules, what usually happens. And that's really fun. It, it another movie that did that, you know, 20 years later was The Cabin in the Woods. That movie was insane and it was the most surprising, amazing movie. Listen, I loved it. It was so good. 
I can't like, believe Thor's in that movie. <laughs> it's crazy. He goes out too. No. Ooh, goes out. You think he's gonna be a hero? Goes out like a, goes just nasty yep. guys, dude. But that movie is the classic cabin in the woods motif. I just I'm staring at my mask right now because I can't believe how amazing <laughs> this is. I'm glad you like it, brother. It's um, insane. But this scream just took the slasher movie, said, and and, and do every year. You're not lying when you say Halloween is your Christmas. It is. It is. You want, what is it? Four plus four is not 44. It is. <laughs> Dude, it's so quiet in the background. <laughs> um, for you, you talk horror movies all month long. Yes, I do. You're just, and, and if, you have, if you and a friend like horror, you, you bro down and go deep. Dude, it's- Dude, I just got messages from my buddy Drew who lives in Colorado. He did the tour at the um, Stanley Hotel last night, and they did a seance and everything. I, there's no way. There's no way. The story he told me today gave me stinking chills. Like, it's insane. I'm he, going to visit him in Colorado. We're going. And Colorado's on fire right now. I just heard this. There's a picture of the Stanley Hotel, and way far in the back, you can see the fire. And the hotel is like all behind the hotel's red right now. So, you want to talk about extra scary? I'm going to send you the picture, post it on our thing. I'll post it. Ooh, and listen, if you've not watched, if you've not listened to our Shining episode from last year, we had a a special guest host, uh, under Sheriff Swanson, who's now the sheriff, came on and shared some serial killer stories from the city of Flint. It is one of the rowdiest, scariest episodes we've ever done in our lives, dude. You gotta, oh my gosh, insane! That's an incredible picture! Isn't it? Wow. Fires, he got evacuated from his house. It's Drew Lever. That's who I'm talking about. Wow, yeah. dude. Insane. All right. Yes, but listen to the Shining episode. It's great. So, um, yeah, that's how this movie raises right. Give us a love for the slasher genre. And uh, just to get fly that, fly, fly that freak flop. Yes. Fly, fly that. your dang Gina mask. Proudly. Because it's amazing. Dang, Gina, we amazing. For next episode, we for our next episode. Remember a special uh, Steve Martin two for one sale. You get a vote between Steve Martin or Steve Martin. Our first option for the uh, November movie is a film called My Blue Heaven. With, oh my god! With the one and only Rick Moranis, who just got punched in the head in New York if City. If I seen Rick Moranis get punched, I would American History X curb stomp the guy <laughs> because Rick Moranis is the most amazing. He's a national treasure, superhuman being. My Blue Heaven is a movie a beautiful that beautiful man. Surprisingly, is under the radar. Not allowed to know it, dude. There's some bangers actors in there too, dude. dude Daniel Stern. Oh, dude. Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack's funny. Dude. Okay, so My Blue Heaven, or you dirty rat. <laughs> Or Roxanne, also a Steve Martin film under the radar, not seen by many people. Um, it's a Roxanne. Um, Roxanne, I want to be your man. <laughs> Daryl Hannah, man, she used to be a stinking. It's Daryl Hannah. Yeah. So you can vote between My Blue Heaven and Roxanne. Choose your favorite Steve Martin movie you want to watch to watch for next month. Choose your own adventure. And you listen to us on the um, Apple Podcast or on Spotify or on Amazon Podcast. Like the, like the show, leave a review on any of those sites. You follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater. Wee!
together in the storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. 